the country with your host, Dave Woods. This is the radio show where country music gets up close and personal. Spend some time in the country and get to know our guests. Spend some time in the country where the music's the best. The latest news and memories to great stories that get told. Spend some time in the country, now it's time we start the show. Saskatchewan country artist Cody Prevo joins me on the show now to talk about his latest album. It's called All Kinds of Crazy. Plus, he is heading out on an Australian tour, which kicks off on August 25th. And it's my pleasure to welcome Cody to the show. Welcome. Hey, Dave. Great to be back on the show. Thanks so much for having me. My pleasure. Great to have you here. You've been here many times in the past. It's always great to chat and to uh, share whatever songs that we share on the show. And uh, we got to meet a couple of years ago, and I'm reminded of that because I was uh, you know, online and saw the pictures come up. Uh, and there we were at the airport. Uh, I can't remember, a couple of years ago anyway, meeting you and uh, your manager, Al. Yeah, time sure does fly. It was, uh, you know, uh, it's funny because in the music business that happens quite often, you get to meet someone and then it might even be two to four years later, you, you actually bump into mm-hmm. them in person and it's it's such a treat. There's so many great people in the industry, including yourself, Dave, and it's just, it's awesome to be able to, to meet and shake hands and, you know, put a face to the name and, and just get acquainted that way. Yeah, it's all you're right. It's always great when you've had a chance to sort of become friends online, but then that moment uh to meet in person is wonderful and that of course was in Toronto at the airport uh 2 to 3 years ago something like that and it was great. Uh so let's talk about the first big news here, which is your third Australian tour coming up in a week from now as we tape this show. Uh tell me about um the big tour and of course your third time so you're doing something right over there. <laughs> Well, you know, it's so exciting to to be able to go over there. The thing I find myself thinking as soon as I land in Australia is that I cannot believe that my guitar took me across to the other side of the world. You know, there's something there's something cool about that thought. And, you know, on the first trip, I went back in January 2015 on my first trip. I went and I had a, a good friend I actually knew over there. We graduated out of the same school here in, in Saskatchewan. And he married a girl from over there. And I called him one day and I said, hey, I'd love to come to Australia. I've heard you guys have a great country music scene. and I'd love to perform some shows there. Would you be interested in booking me some shows? And he said, you know what, I've never done it, but let me give it a shot. And his name was Ryan. And he said, I'll, I'll give you a call in a few months and we can see where we're at. And a few months later, I get a call and it's Ryan. And here he has 15 shows booked and he was still waiting to hear on a few. And by the time I got there in January, I had, had 18 concerts booked that I performed and it was just wow. a whirlwind of a tour. Yeah, it was, it was incredible. And, you know, to be over there and submerse yourself in the country music scene, it, it just it reminded me, you know, it's, it's, it's pretty much similar to Canada, you know, besides the accent, but it, there's so many country music fans, so many country music festivals, the weather's beautiful, you know, and uh, the country music fans are so supportive. I, I remember seeing a few people, and I was just astonished that they knew the lyrics to a lot of my songs already. And, oh, man, you know, you play great. the first show. It was incredible, Dave. And you play the first show, and all of a sudden you have fans following you to the next show and to the next show and to the next show. And that keeps building. And in November, or actually, sorry, after that tour, I ended up signing my first label deal in Australia 
with Keel Entertainment, and they were bringing international artists in at the time, and so it just seemed like it would work well. And in November, they brought me back for what's called the Plantation Music Festival. So I went over there for about five days and performed that show as well as I performed a couple shows in Sydney. And then now uh, going back here uh, this week and getting to perform eight shows. Uh, and one of those shows is actually the Gimpy Muster, which is one of Australia's largest country music festivals. So things are definitely growing and moving in the right direction. And it's a, it's a very exciting yeah. time, Dave, to, to be able to, you know, expand your career in another country. Absolutely. That is so cool to have that acceptance to be over there, to have those shows. And as you said, the fans are so enthusiastic. And the music, I gather, is, um, I guess it would be very similar to what's coming out of Nashville and out of Canada, that style of country music. Well, what surprised me is they have quite a wide variety of music. When you turn on a country music channel in Australia, you know, you'll hear some old traditional country, you'll hear some new country, you'll hear some bluegrass country, you'll hear all formats of country. And that's what surprised Uh, me the most is, you know, there's really no specific set rules for country music over there. It's... uh, the the radio stations are more based on, you know, who's touring in our country, you know, let's support that music, let's, you know, get it out there to the people. And that's what was pretty cool. There's a, you know, there's not so much a station in every city as there's, you know, a couple main stations in the country that kind of broadcast over many different cities. So it's it's a little bit different in that sense, but just an incredible. Yeah, that's interesting that. Yeah, that they do that, that they play the older stuff and uh, different forms of country music, I guess. I mean, in Canada, I know there are some stations, especially in the small markets, that kind of do that, throw in more classics. But that's great that on a whole, they play uh, classics as well as the new stuff. I like that. Yeah, and you, it's interesting because at the festivals and at that type of scene, you know, you, so you'll see that type of music happening. You'll see traditional, you'll see new age, you'll see... Uh, bluegrass you'll see all formats of country music at every single so there's something for everybody at at every music festival that happens that's awesome now let's take a moment uh, cody to talk about your online presence and specifically twitter because i'm on there a lot of course to promote the show and see what people are doing all the great things going on in country music but every tuesday you have i guess a, a twitter tuesday party i'll let you give me the proper name but it's basically a chance for you and your fans to uh chat on twitter yeah for sure david it's, it's been something i've been doing now for about four years and basically every Tuesday night, doesn't matter where in the world I am, uh, I log on to Twitter, and we all use hashtag Cody Prevo. Uh, you just put it in the search uh, box in the top of Twitter, and then it up comes this conversation. And so every Tuesday night we got we get on, and there's people from all over the world and fans of country music, and we all log in and we chat for an hour. And it, it's incredible to see what's happened over four years. Uh, it's almost like it's become a family on there. You know, a lot of us know each other and have gotten to know each other and what we are, you know, what our interests are and what our hobbies are. And it's just, you know, it's a great way to to log on and get to know everybody one-on-one. And it's definitely something that I'm going to keep doing and that that I've really uh, fell in love with doing. What a great thing to do, and with this modern technology, to have that ability to to have that instant connection 
and weekly connection with fans that uh, is only possible with something like Twitter. I, I think it's wonderful. And what are some of the questions people are asking you? I mean, I know they're going to be uh, music-related and so forth, but what are some of the more interesting questions uh, you've been asked over the last four years? Well, there's lots of things. You know, there's questions like, oh, if you were lost on an island, what album would you take? And, you know, there's other things like, you know, yeah. what are your interests outside of music, which, you know, I, I really love to fish and really love to cook and, you know, love the outdoors. And so, it, you know, it gets into a lot more detail than just music. And, you know, nice. it, there is music every week because it, what's cool to me is everybody comes on there and it's a great chance for people to to say what music they're listening to that week, you know, and there's a lot of other artists that they're listening to. And it's, it's cool for me because it gives me new ideas of artists to check out as well. At the same time, I love checking out new music. And so this is a, a great way, you know, the those guys are the music lovers who are searching the, the trenches for music. So, you know, for them to give their recommendations, it's, it's so cool to get to go in and hear new music that way every week. I love getting uh, good music recommendations from people, uh, artists and songs you wouldn't know other than through somebody recommending it because at that point, whoever they're mentioning it hasn't hit the, uh, you know, I guess the top of the chart. So, but it's bubbling under and uh, it's great music. Can you uh, pass any artist on? I'm putting you on the spot, but any artist or any song right now that you could recommend to us that maybe we wouldn't know otherwise? Well, there's an artist that I really, you know, fell in love with his music, and his name is Gregory Allen Isakoff. And so it's Gregory, G-R-E-G-O-R-Y, Allen, A-L-A-N, and then Isakoff, I-S-A-K-O-V. And I first heard his music in a, there was a McDonald's commercial that used one of his songs, and I just remember hearing this song, and I was like, I've never heard that artist before. I wonder who that is. And so I, they have that sound hound on the iPhone or on the, on the handheld device app where sure. you can put it up to the speaker and it'll tell you what song is playing. And so I got his name through there and I downloaded his albums and it's really easy listening. Really, you know, if you're, you know what I mean, just at home and you want a nice acoustic but awesome. Uh, sounding album like it just is an album that blew me away and I've gotten every other album he's ever done just because of that one song on a commercial that's awesome finding it uh, through a jingle I, I love how that came about and uh, of course uh, encourage our listeners to check uh, Gregory out and uh, discover some new music uh, let's discover your music now and play a song from all kinds of crazy which is your latest album and people can find you online at codyprevo.com and, of course, the album is at iTunes. Uh, let's start with the song Say My Name. And what can you tell me about the song, Cody? Well, it was actually written uh, by Brad from High Valley, which is cool because right now High Valley are doing a lot of great things and there's a lot of mm -hmm. stuff happening for them, which is, you know, which is awesome. And it's just a song that, you know, that I fell in love with. It's got a great hook and a great rhythm and a great melody. And, and it's just, you know, one of those songs in the summertime that you just – want to be driving down the road and you want to roll down the windows and just crank up the stereo. And, and that's, you know, that's basically this track and, and it fit perfectly on this album. This is my guest, Saskatchewan country artist, Cody Prevo, and the song is Say My Name on In The Country. You got the mood for a backup dancer. You got a way of making time stand still 
And that is Cody Prevo with Say My Name here on In the Country. And Cody is getting set in about a week's time as we tape this interview to head to Australia for his third Australian tour. Now, we've got another song coming up from Cody uh, in just a bit here. Uh, you grew up on a farm. I understand, Cody, a 2,000-acre farm in Archerville, Saskatchewan. That's right, Dave. It was a, it's a very small town. It's about 300 people. And the farm was just located outside of town between Archul and Rose Valley, which are the two towns. And, you know, it was a great place to grow up, very friendly. My mom actually owned the small town bar as well in Archul. And, yeah, as you said, dad farmed about 2,000 acres at the time. Now he's up to about 3,500, which thinking back on my childhood, you know, a 2,000-acre farm was a pretty big farm at the time. And nowadays it's funny how things have changed because – now there's guys with 25,000-acre farms, 30,000-acre farms. So a 3,000, 3,500-acre farm is, is now classified as a very small farm. Interesting. And what was life growing up uh, like on the farm? Were you, were you always doing chores? Yeah. No, it was great. But uh, I just couldn't <laughs> understand why I always had to work so hard. My dad, you know what, I mean, <laughs> I could go out on the weekend and be out till all all hours of the night and get home and he would still have me up at 7 a.m to to go do my chores (laughs) and make sure the work was done and you know now so many years later in life it all makes sense you know back to then why you know what I mean why that's the way it was but looking back Mm -hmm. now I'm pretty thankful for for what that taught me yeah you can't uh beat the lessons of hard work and discipline and all that stuff to get some more because you can look at it as a growing up on a farm, and then a music career because it's work, it's discipline, and it's all that stuff to reach uh, the point of success. 
Oh, it is. You know what? It's anything you want to do in life, anything you want to achieve. You know what I mean? The the greater things that you want to achieve, the harder you're going to have to work. And, and that's just part of it. And if you don't have to work hard, you know what I mean? It's, it's not going to feel as good when you make it where you want to get to. That's right. If it, I was talking with another artist recently, and if it, something comes too easy in music specifically, and say you win a talent show or something, and all of a sudden you're up there, uh, if you haven't worked and put paid your dues, I don't think you would appreciate it as much if it was just handed to you somehow. Well, that's the thing, and, and as well, you know what I mean, if all of that falls apart and you didn't have to struggle to get there and figure out what's going on exactly, all those steps along the way, you know, then it won't be a very good, you know what I mean, it comes down just as fast as it goes up. Exactly. Yeah, that's right. So you appreciate it when you when you pay your dues, put in that work, and then you've got uh, the fruits of your labor. Uh, I know that uh, you started in music, or one of the, the times in school was, it was with a punk band, so it wasn't country <laughs> as far as your first band. When did you transition from punk to pursuing country music, Cody? Yeah, for sure. Uh, those are, <laughs> let me just say, those are pretty good times. We just... Uh, we started this punk rock band called Blind Ham, and it was every recess, every noon hour, every spare class we were practicing. And I actually saved up all this money from working road construction one summer, and I was planning on buying this new electric guitar. And uh, I'll never forget it because suddenly I had an uncle of mine pass away, and my uncle just loved country music. And uh, I remember having to go to Calgary to, to attend his funeral, and I was planning on buying a new electric guitar that trip. And I went into the music store, and I still remember it was the Canadian music store that's on, uh, it's right on McLeod Trail there in Calgary. And I went into the store, and I started playing a few electric guitars, and my dad was with me. And my dad said, you know, why don't you try an acoustic guitar? So I walked into the acoustic room, and I picked up this acoustic guitar and did one strum, and I just ended up buying the acoustic guitar that day. Went home, learned Johnny Cash, Folsom Prison Blues, and Ever since that day, I've been playing country music, and it's just been a, you know, it's been a true blessing. That's amazing. It is such a great genre, as you and I know and our listeners know, because, you know, more than other genres, uh, you connect with your fans, your songs connect, you take them on emotional journeys, you know, you tell stories with your songs. And uh, tell me a bit about what um, country music means to you and, and uh, what you think country music does better than other genres. You know, I think country music is about the people. I think it's, you know, it's about some morals. It's about family. It's about having a good time. It's about, you know what I mean, telling a story and being true to who you are. And I I think there's something in there that that that's why fans want to be a part of country music. It's because it makes them feel something and it makes them feel important and it makes them, you know, feel loved. And and that's, I think, to me, that is what country music's about. And it's, it's about bringing people together and, and experiencing something and, and not just, you know, it's not at all about one person. It's about a whole group of people coming together. Absolutely. And in your career, Cody, you have shot a lot of music videos and they're great. They're creative and you look very natural in front of the camera. Tell me a bit about uh, shooting music videos and how much you enjoy that. Well, you know, when I first got into it, I, I wasn't sure what to expect. I, I just remember thinking, you know what I mean? How, how long can it make, take to make a three minute video? And <laughs> right. so I got in, I, yeah, I got in Windsor, Ontario in my, on my first music video shoot 
and we were shooting a video for Rolling Back to You, and I remember walking in this room, and there was probably 20 people in this room, and I just wasn't understanding what all these people were there for. So I asked the director, I said, oh, what's this guy doing? He was cameraman, and then we had caterers, and we had, you know, cameramen too, and then there was even these six girls, and I said, oh, well, what do these six girls do? And he said, well, those girls... They put on the makeup and, you know, I didn't even know you had to wear makeup in the video. And I, I guess <laughs> I was a little bit green at the, and that, that, you know, growing up on a farm my whole life, that probably took me the most by surprise. But uh, sure. then we started shooting it. Then we started shooting this video and it took, you know, two full days. Like I'm talking like 16 hour days. And then that, when that was done, then the, the producer went back and edited all the video together and, you know, made it, you know, did colorization. You know, it's it's basically, all, you know, almost putting together a full song when you're recording a song. That's how much work goes into shooting a music video. And so to me, it was just a real eye-opening experience. But I definitely love shooting music videos. And it's, a, it's definitely awesome to put, a, put the story into perspective for each song. Mm-hmm. Yes, and our listeners can uh, head to YouTube or to your website, CodyPrevo.com, to check out some of the videos you've done, and they will be very impressed with those if they haven't seen them already. Uh, let's turn to another song from your album, All Kinds of Crazy, and the album is available at iTunes. Uh, let's hear the song now, I'll Be Your Whiskey. This is a great song, and I know that uh, obviously when we hear the song, there's a message in it and uh, a great story to it. Tell me about the song and uh, what drew you to recording it. Well, the song is basically just professing a guy's love for this lady and, and how, you know what I mean, using the whiskey as a metaphor for that love. And it, it was just a, a really neat song. And actually, since releasing the album, um, like I've had more comments than any other song uh, from fans and from people who've listened to the album about this song being their favorite on the CD. So, you know, it definitely makes me feel like I made the right decision in, in recording the song. And, and Tom, the producer, did a, did some great work on the production and the song, and, and the band played great. And, you know, it's just definitely a song that gets me excited every time I hear it. And uh, definitely, definitely thankful to, to have it on the album. Let's hear the song now from my guest, Cody Prevo. This is I'll Be Your Whiskey on In the Country. My doorbell rang at 2 a.m. I knew he broke your heart again, and I'm getting tired of seeing you cry. The fifth of Jack there in your hand says you need to drink a friend again, but I got something better this time. Baby, come on over here. Let me dry those tears. I can take your pain away. Tonight, I'll be your whiskey. Lay that bottle down and just kiss me. If you're looking to forget him completely, baby, I'd love to be the one to get you tipsy.
kids Just a temporary fix that Leaves you feeling worse than before But my love doesn't work that way It might age but it won't fade And you knew that when you walked through my door Baby come on over here I can make him disappear For tonight and the rest of your life And that is Cody Prevo, a great song from his album, All Kinds of Crazy. The song is called I'll Be Your Whiskey, and uh, a great song. And I know that, uh, of course, that's an outside song that you recorded, but you are involved in a lot of the writing on the songs that get on your album. Uh, let's talk a bit about songwriting, Cody. When did you first uh, discover songwriting? Well, I started writing songs when I was about 16, and I just kind of you know, at first I wasn't really sure what I was doing, but I just had these words coming out and I was just writing them down on papers. And, you know, I just, my biggest challenge was learning how to sing and play guitar at the same time when I was 16 years old. So that was the majority of my challenge. And then all of a sudden, once I could do that, then I could put melodies to these songs. So that's when I started writing my songs. And one thing led to another. And before you knew it, I was writing, you know, lots of songs about life experiences. And I still do that up to today you know I'm, I'm writing right now for the new album i started recording the new album uh it's going to be out in the new year and so it's it's been a lot of fun you know and, and songwriting has really evolved for me uh and that you know i have a lot of people to thank for that because i've been going to nashville since 2004 and getting this opportunity to work with some of the world's best songwriters there and when you can surround yourself with people who are the best at something you know what I mean, that you just hope mm -hmm. that that rubs off on you a little bit. And so I've been, you know, having that opportunity. And so my songwriting has definitely evolved over the years. And, uh, you know, with every album, that kind of comes through as well, you know, especially like I feel this new one's going to be another departure for me. And I'm really looking forward to seeing what people think because it's definitely in the songwriting. And, you know, everything starts with the songwriting process. And then, you know, from oh, there, absolutely. you decide which, yeah, you decide what you're going to record. And then, you, you know, but it's it all starts with that song and, and writing that song. Yeah, and it's great to know that the, that's how you got better over the years, because sometimes I do ask that question, how uh, an artist from their first few songs to where they are today 
what made them a better writer. Of course, sometimes it's just time and doing it. But in your case, you mentioned the yeah. co-writing. You're writing with people who uh, have written a lot more than you at that point, and you're learning from the best. I guess that is a great way to grow as a writer. Oh, for sure. You know what I mean? I've been studying quite a bit of books and stuff, and, you know, it's if you can find a mentor in, you know, in, in the avenue that you want to pursue, you, there's a, and a good mentor, somebody who actually is proficient and knows exactly what they're doing and, and they've had some success, you know, that can help you immensely in, in speeding up your learning process. So many great writers in Nashville, as you know, you've been going there all those years and uh, you've definitely had that opportunity. Uh, Another question that I like to ask guests, because I love country duets from Kenny and Dolly to Conway and Loretta to all the modern-day uh, duet partners that uh, sometimes duet regularly. Sometimes it's a special occasion. Yeah. But do you have someone on your dream list? And I know that you did a great duet with Samara Young, and that's awesome. I was watching that video the other day. But for a future project, is there a dream duet partner, Cody, on your list? You know, that's a very good question. Um, you know, I I guess it would depend, you know. I, I, if the song was there, it'd be awesome to do a duet. Um, mm -hmm. You know, I'd love to collaborate with, you know, a guy like Keith Urban for sure. He's always been one of my biggest influences and, and a guy I idolize. You know, I just think his songs, his performing, his, you know, his, his showmanship, his artistry, like I just think he's, He's got this incredible talent. You know, another guy is Eric Church. And Eric, I just think, does some incredible songwriting. You know, I just listen to his albums and his songs, and I just wonder where he comes up with some of the lyrical phrases he, he comes up with because it's genius. Yeah, both are great artists and uh, so many hits, too many to mention, but I love each of their current singles a lot. Uh, Keith Urban, Wasted Time, and Our Church Record Year, uh, which happens to just be their current songs. Uh, and I love those. They're great. Yeah. Oh, they're awesome. And they just, uh, yeah, they definitely, you know, Eric Church, I feel, it keeps getting better and better with every album. Mm -hmm. Do you have cover songs in your shows? I know that, of course, you have so much of your own material, but do you throw in cover songs, and can you tell us a, a couple of those titles we'd know? Well, for sure. You know, I, I actually still do Folsom Prison Blues by Johnny Cash. Uh, we kind of do our own version in the band show, and it's, you know, it's speeded up quite a bit, and it's it's just a lot of fun, and people always love it. And, you know, that's one of my things in my live show. I love to get people up and dancing. So we definitely do do some cover songs, and uh, but we try to mix them in, too, with some of my originals. Like, uh, for instance, on a song that I have called Finish What He Started, we we do that song, and then in the middle we segue into Jesse's Girl, and then back at oh, the nice. end to Finish What He Started. Yeah, and that, that works incredible. People just love that. And every time, you know what I mean, you get into that part, everybody starts cheering, and it's it's just a blast, Dave. Now let's talk about your fans. As we talked about Twitter, and a shout out to everybody on Twitter who is listening to the interview via uh, that great form of social media. But uh, your fans in general, whether it's online or uh, at your shows, tell me a bit about them and how important uh, they are to you. Well, they're incredible. They, you know, I wouldn't, pro I wouldn't be doing music today if it wasn't for them. You know, they support me so much and. And that's why, you know what I mean, that's why I want to start things like the Twitter party and, 
you know, as much things like that as I can do just to show them that I appreciate them and appreciate all their support. And, you know, at live shows, it's incredible. They come out and lots of times they'll bring gifts. And at the last show we did, one lady brought a whole um, buffet, you could call it. So she wanted to feed the band after the show. And so, you know what I mean? I just am so fortunate and so lucky to have those guys and the support they show is I just, you know what I mean? I, I, that's why I just want to keep doing as much music as I can to keep giving them something and, and as, as much Twitter parties and as much stuff as I can do for them. That's, you know, that's what I'm going to keep doing. I'm speaking with Saskatchewan country artist Cody Prevo, uh, CodyPrevo.com, and iTunes is where you can get uh, his current album and past albums. And uh, so you mentioned that uh, new album that you're working on. Uh, any hints on what we're going to hear? Anything edgier? Any great romantic ballads? Of course, we're, we've come to expect those from you. Oh, there's going to be some edge on the album for sure. And this album, I'm actually taking more of a production role on this album a little bit. And so nice. it's definitely, yeah, there's a, there's a, there's a much edgier sound to it. And I'm definitely looking forward to getting it out there because it's, you know, it's definitely going to be like nothing that I've ever done before. So I just, you know, I can't wait to, to show people. As we get set to wrap up here, let's talk about uh, the rest of 2016. I think we've got about, well, we're heading uh, wrapping up August in a couple of weeks. So we got four months. What do you hope to accomplish before 2016 wraps up? Well, I'm going to do this Australia tour and then I have to hone in and and finish this new album because it's got to be out in the new year. So that's going to be the focus of the rest of 2016 for me, Dave. Very exciting. And uh, we look forward, of course, to that brand new music and all the best as you head over to Australia. And uh, if people check you out online at Twitter or Facebook or at your website, I'm sure they will see pictures of uh, the exciting things in your concerts in Australia. My guest has been Saskatchewan country artist Cody Prevo. You can get his album All Kinds of Crazy at iTunes, and of course visit him online at CodyPrevo.com. I'm Dave Woods, and that'll wrap up this edition of In the Country.